Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. A busy Monday, as it always is here on the program. we got a lot of stuff to talk about here today, not the least of which is last night, NXT TakeOver War Games. What did you think of the show? Apparently, it's a very polarizing show. I thought there was a simple story to it. That was, it was pretty much a good-to-great pay-per-view after you got through the atrocious booking for the Women's War Games match. Women all worked hard. They killed themselves. In fact, the worst injury on the show was suffered in the Women's War Games match. Candice LeRae apparently broke her arm. I guess, I think they're still waiting for x-rays. Maybe they're not. I don't know what the story is. But as of last night... It was believed that she had broken her arm. Wishing her, obviously, the best. And they were put into a match where they were completely handicapped. Babyfaces won the advantage on television. Everybody thought of a thousand different ways to have the match make sense with the babyface having the advantage. you got to injure somebody. Somebody's got to get jumped. Somebody's got to turn. Somebody's got to get locked out for the majority of the match. Whatever. And the solution was nothing. Absolutely nothing. The babyfaces had the advantage through virtually the entire first 19 minutes of the match. They did a brief deal trying to keep Io Shirai out of the ring. She just gets in. They do the match beyond or whatever. The match went 35 minutes, which was too long. And then finally at the end, in a match where the babyfaces had the advantage in a fair fight. They were beaten clean by the heels. Nobody else got in the cage for interference. Nothing. Raquel just pinned Io Shirai. Obviously, Raquel is now going to get a championship match. I have no problem with that being the finish. Raquel beating Io. Apparently, some people on Twitter can't wrap their heads around that. The bigger issue is the way the match was booked and how stupid all of the baby faces looked. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Mary's Bistro delivery business is bustling and ready to burst. Orders 34, 35, and 36 are up. Who's handling these? 
Hello, Mary's Bistro, now delivering. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. My main man, DJ Convoy, here in the Twitch chat. Wants me to talk a little bit about this whataboutism. I won't spend a lot of time on this, but we just booted somebody out of the chat right here. Hmm. Was all upset about our review of the Women's War Games match. And his argument was, but AEW did blood and guts. You like that? What What in God's name does AEW blood and guts have to do with the women's war games match? Name one thing. Whether there were weapons in both matches. Dude, my issue with the women's war games match has nothing to do with Io Shirai getting pinned. It has nothing to do with there being weapons in the match. 
Dave thought there were too many weapon shots. I didn't mention that one single solitary time in my review. This has zero to do with AEW. If AEW does a War Games match, and the babyfaces get the advantage, and the babyfaces have the advantage throughout the entire match, and then the babyfaces lose clean at the end, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with it. Because it'd be stupid. When that happens, and I talk about how great it is, then you can do your whataboutism. But what in the world does anything AEW have to do with that women's war games match? Nothing. Not I didn't mention thing. it one single time. I didn't mention the AEW women's division. I didn't mention anything about blood and guts. I didn't mention anything about anything. Nope. This is on its own merits. It was a stupidly booked match that didn't make any sense. Somebody broke their arm for this dumb match. Everybody in there was killing themselves in a match that had no heat, which, by the way, the main event did have heat. That had people say, well, clearly crowd sweetening. Well, bro, where was the crowd sweetening in that opening match? I didn't hear it. It seems to me like if the main event had heat because of crowd sweetening, why didn't you turn it on at the opener? Was the machine broken? Uh, maybe the problem was there was no heat among the live fans there because the match didn't make a lick of sense. It was a preposterously booked match. Whoever came up with the idea for the women, the babyface women having the advantage, they should stop booking. Go do something else with your life. You know what you should do? As somebody on Twitter noted last night, why don't you go build a car with square wheels? Because, hey, we've been having round wheels forever. I think it's Time to do something different. Let's make the wheels square. And you know what? On Twitter, that would be, if WWE built a car with square wheels, it would be praised on Twitter because, hey, they're trying something different. Even though the car doesn't drive. Hey, at least they're trying something different. Yeah, they tried something different last night, which actually wasn't different because in Impact and TNA, they used to do war games where the baby faces had the man advantage. And you know what? It sucked every single time. So they didn't even try something new. They ripped off a concept that has never worked for obvious reasons. And now I have to, people, have to hear people telling me, oh, well, you know, it was a good idea. And you're just mad because AEW. You peanut brains. Now, aside from that disaster, that booking disaster, that booking atrocity, i tell you what was good on this show. Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. You know what this show was? It was a show where I thought that most of the matches were going to underachieve based on what the odds makers thought. One of them did, the women's war games match. Why? Because the baby faces had the advantage, and these dummies didn't come up with an idea to make it make sense. They just gave the women the advantage, which is a dumb idea to start with. Now, Thatcher and Ciampa, if you listened to the show yesterday, I was wrong. I thought, you know what? It's going to be good, but it's not going to be as good as the odds makers think. I was wrong. In fact, it was better than I thought. It was better than the odds makers thought. This was my actual favorite match on the show. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. Great match. Ciampa pinned him. I was in love with this match. I'd watch it ten times. Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis. I did say yesterday, odds makers thought a star and a half. I said it's going to be better than that. I think I said maybe two and a half stars or something like that. Guess what? Another one that overachieved. We basically had Cameron Grimes versus Sam Shaw. Two good wrestlers. One of them is a great wrestler. Just having a brawl that happened to involve a strap. And it was 
really good. Overachieved. Gargano, Ruff, and Damian Priest. I didn't like 25 Scream Killers running in, but hey, that's the storyline they wanted to do. All of Retribution is now working for Johnny Gargano, apparently. They've given up on the main roster, rightfully. And they're actually successful here in NXT. The main Scream Killer ended up being, as I expected, Austin Theory. He's now teaming up with Johnny Gargano. And they had a fun match. Johnny Gargano's the new North American champion, beating Leon Ruff. All that for what? Nothing. But that's what they did. And then Team McAfee, Undisputed Era. Just a bunch of great workers killing each other. They did the psychology right. The heat was there. They went too long. It did not need to go 45 minutes. Ten minutes shorter, it would have been a significantly better match. But I liked the match. I was never bored. I was surprised sometimes that it kept going. But at the end of the day, my only... It's not even a complaint. I just don't understand why Undisputed Era won. And I don't know where they go from here. They've been running roughshod on everybody for years now. And now they won this match. So, I mean, my presumption is they won because Kyle O'Reilly got the victory. And they're going to go back to Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. Maybe turning that into a three-way, actually. Because Karrion Cross should be back at any time. But overall, aside from the women's match booking, I really like the show. And Mike, any thoughts? I thought the show was really good. I, I really did. And, you know, I echo all of your thoughts on the women's match. Most people with a brain do. Uh, if you want to give WWE credit for trying something new, which they didn't, then you also need to call them out for whatever failings that they had. And the booking of that match from day one was a fail, period. <laughs> you know, and how they went about it last night. The baby faces were the ones throwing weapons in the ring. You know, they're the ones who wanted this, you know, match anyway, because Shotzi's tank got crushed. And then we had the superfluous ladder match to get there, and it was way too much. It was way too long, and that's not to denigrate the women because they busted their ass, and that's what last night was. It was a celebration of workers in NXT who were not held down by their storylines, you know, and not blamed for the finishes you just look at the work that they put in and everybody absolutely busted their ass the champa thatcher feud has sucked for me because i thought timothy thatcher has looked like a goof in this and there was still last night i really wish especially with the way that the pin went especially the way that the referee was positioned that thatcher would have had his leg outside the ring so he has something to hold over champa and everybody else as a heel to say that I haven't just been eviscerated in all this. And I know they're going to build him back up. He's going to be breaking his students' arms and all that sort of stuff. At least I hope they do because he has not looked very good in this. But the match last night was why I've been so frustrated with the booking because you could have led to this without all this other nonsense, without making Thatcher look weak, without making Ciampa make the locker room look weak and just have two guys out there kicking each other's ass. And that's what the main event was for me. I know we can't do blood back in like we did back in the day with war games. I'm fine with that, but I'm I'm great with intensity and just watching four people want to beat the hell out of each other. And that's what we got in the main event. We did get a lot of extra stuff because that's where we're at now that nesty plunge by pat mcafee could have killed him forget about the the flip off the top you know going backwards through the the table could have been trouble but 
That was a really good match. Loomis and Grimes, like you mentioned, way was way better than I thought it was going to be. And the only thing I can say about the North American title situation is I hope it's all over with now. And you can try to do something with Leon Ruff that actually makes him a legitimate person. Maybe give him a teammate. Him and Jake Atlas can go on a search for wins or something like that. But, you know, Gargano and Priest, I was good with it as a feud. They didn't need Leon Ruff to extend it. They decided to do that switch the belt fine but you know what if i get more of that i'm okay with it let's just kill some of the nonsense a little bit got a bunch of people here i've heard this few uh few times now it's about uh gargano the gargano family this person says johnny candace indy austin i love the idea of this new gargano family any hartwell austin theory gonna be like johnny and candace's two young kids and this is the most important part they will learn so much from these veterans and not just in kayfabe yeah, that's what you need to do. NXT was supposed to be developmental, and when they're getting their ass kicked, everyone says they're developmental. When they're doing well, they're the third brand. But what they actually still are is the developmental league. And that's what you need to do is you need to take a guy like Theory and somebody like Indy Hartwell and team them up with two longtime veterans so that they can learn. All for it. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. 
If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Bro You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, text messages and emails for now, and then we will go to the phones here in a little while. Yes, didn't take them yesterday, so do them today. Text message, 425-780-7566. You can text us, 425-780-7566. I'm Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. And this person here says, did you watch Tribute to the Troops? If not, you should. I advise everyone to go watch On Demand if you haven't. If you want an uplifting WWE show which features zero heel heat, it is a show for you. It's only an hour with commercials. You can finish it in under 45 minutes. Even Dave put it over big time. I had quite the day yesterday. I was going to watch the Noah match. It wouldn't load. Then I was going to watch Tribute to the Troops, and it didn't record. Anything else? The problem was... You're going to do what? Tribute to the troops did not have the uh, it did not have a set time. It was going to air after or before the football game, depending on whatever coast you were on. Mm-hmm. How does that help me? So I go to YouTube TV and I set tribute to the troops to record, and I go up to watch it last night. There's no tribute to the troops recording, but there's some football thing for an hour, Good. and it's all football the whole way through. I didn't Good. watch it. Good, but. Tribute of the Troops is set. I guess there's going to be like a replay on FS1 or something. Hope so there's football on then too. It is set. Why? I want to watch Tribute to the Troops, bro. Go back on the network and watch any one of the ones that they had on there. They're probably the exact same thing. Okay? I'm, I'm actually really upset that you would dare not understand that Sunday operates off a football schedule. If you don't know when your local games are playing, which allows you to catch the Fox show, that's too bad for you. You have a bunch of friends there that know football. They could have told you about this. You could have asked me about this. I could have let you know, and I saw what you did there, and you better be happy that the FCC is not looking in on Twitch right now, sir. Okay? I want to watch Tribute to the Troops. Why would Everybody you go, says it's a good that. show, go through and the, you're the sitting here watch burying it show. like it's nothing to watch. Go, go through the effort and watch that Noah show that you were just lying about and not being able to load. You didn't even know it was taking place until Dave said it last night. Like, oh, yeah, I was going to load. I was no, load what actually it happened was I went work. on the board, and everybody posted a link to it, and the link just had a circle that went around and around and around, just like just your like, usual commentary. Just like this show does. Around like and, and around does, and around. Pal. Adam then you Summers, say again, and you go around in a circle again. Boy, shut up. Adam Summers, by the way, said that was a, a great match. One of those people on the fence with it and or, or over the fence with it and says, because I was talking about somebody uh, with somebody on the site about this, about who the wrestler of the year could be. 
because, you know, John Moxley is, is up there. Drew McIntyre, a lot of people will plant their flags for AEW or WWE, throw those two guys. Adam Summers may be planting it for Go Shiozaki. Go Shiozaki as your wrestler of the year. I apologize to everybody in the military for what Mike just said right there. Oh, yeah. Tony here says, I'm not jokingly, or I'm not joking here. I legitimately turned my WWE Network off after the Women's War Games match. I was having such a headache. I went on to actually watch a WWE main roster show instead on my DVR, which I had recorded. Tribute to the troops, which should be watched by everyone. It's just <laughs> a great, uplifting show, which had three clean babyface wins, which warmed my heart. And just depresses you the next time you watch WWE TV and wonder why they can't do this stuff. And that's this now you're doing what aboutism. Let me tell you something. This isn't an assault on tribute to the troops either, because obviously the salute at the end of the show. I got family in the military, and I've actually really liked these shows. I do like when they do tribute to the troops, so that that's not a joke. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Taking the redeeming value of like, man, it was nice to see baby faces win. You know, it was nice to see a show without just nonstop constant heel heat. And it's like, why don't you just apply this to one of the other 104 Raw and SmackDowns that take place during the year? You know, why can't you do that? Well, they don't. So I want to watch a show where, in fact, they do that. Timothy, I heard nothing but good reviews for Tribute to the Troops. I decided to watch it, and let me tell you, it was probably one of the best WWE main roster shows of 2020. A Why very light-hearted, fun show with three matches, all babyfaces winning, something you never see on Raw and SmackDown. Now you've done it, because now they're flooding in here. Well, that's fine. Hey, that's great. Have your grandmother watch it. Why are you f subjecting her to so much torture? This sounds like a perfect show to review for the Brian, Vinny, and Craig show. Well, maybe I will. That's my point. I want to watch the show. Tribute to the troops, this person says. The best WWE program all week. <laughs> what's going on over there nothing just reading some feedback right here mm -hmm. after last night's mm. <laughs> see that bs is about to fly out your mouth again you had to no, stop I'm about it. to uh sneeze after last night's women's war games and also the women's survivor series match i hope to never hear walnut brained wwe jabroni marks talk about how wwe women matches are better than AEW women's matches hold on a minute don't go that direction either we're not comparing matches right here. Not to mention, every woman in that match... And listen, I got to say one thing here, because I have a I have an apology, kind of. So, when I was reviewing the show last night, I was really mad. And I noted at the beginning of the review that the first five-minute segment, the wrestling wasn't very good. Even though some people are going to say that it was good, but it wasn't. Okay, now... I'm not going to go back on that because it wasn't very good, but but I had forgotten about this till I looked at my notes for the Dave show. Part of the reason for that is a minute into the five-minute period or so, the captain of Team Kick, Dakota, does some wacky scorpion kick, and I heard this thump, and sure enough, she walloped ember moon in the head and ember moon dropped like a ton of bricks and dakota sits on top of her and she lays in that gentle ground and pound while she's seeing if she's okay she keeps looking at the side of the cage because there's another ref over there maybe the doctor for all i know and then 
She kind of rolled Ember over to that side of the cage, I guess so they could communicate. And it was like a good 90 seconds before Ember got her bearings back and was able to continue the period. So I'm not saying it didn't suck because it did suck, but it was not just because they sucked. Like somebody got walloped and they were out of the match for a good 90 seconds. So two things can be true. It's just like we're trying to say about the booking and the psychology of the match and the effort that was put into it by those women. You know, two things can be true. It could be a horribly booked match, and the women can look really good and work really hard, and that's what they did. This person here says, I thought Gargano versus Priest versus Ruff was great. However, the ghost faces being up to six besides Theory made me scratch my head dumb that's, i feel like there were more weird. than that I, th- I thought that there were three on one side and then three on the other side but according to wade barrett who god bless the guy he was lost during that women's match because it was so preposterous he said there were like 16 of them so i don't know if there were more out there that we didn't see or what the deal was but suffice to say there were a bunch of dudes that got their on sale costumes from Spirit Halloween after the season ended. Too many ghost faces, not enough ghost face killers, Brian. This person says, what are they doing with Adam Cole? He's not in the title picture. In my opinion, it was a mistake for McAfee to kick out of the... I know everyone's upset about McAfee kicking out of the Panama Sunrise, but he already did that. They did that in their first match. Everyone's acting like they've never seen this before. He kicked out of it once, and he kicked out of it again. Should he probably be kicking out of the Panama Sunrise? I mean, probably maybe not. not. But you know what? <laughs> He's supposed to be a tough football player. That's his gimmick. Like, is it impossible to believe that he could kick out of the Panama Sunrise? It's not like no one's ever kicked out of it before. It's not like it's the one-winged angel where never in the history of this country has everybody kicked out and all of a sudden some football player kicks out of it. Plenty of people have kicked out of the Panama Sunrise. He's supposed to be a tough, badass football player that went toe-to-toe with Adam Cole for 20 minutes. Like, on the grand scheme of criticisms of the show, that's, like, low on my list. You're welcome to be mad about it, but I see some people that they thought that the women's cage match was great, but, boy, Pat Pat McAfee kicking out of that thing, they're done with NXT. I'm like, what? That's what does it for you. You know, I think now would be a great time to introduce a new finisher for Adam Cole. You know, not everybody can take the the, the Panama Sunrise, you know, bigger guys. It, so it, it, I I don't know. I, I would love to see him use something, some other move, incorporate something else into the mix because, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say you've jumped the shark with it, but as you mentioned, lots of people have kicked out of it now. Pat McAfee did in a crucial moment during a War Games. Why not introduce something new into his repertoire? You know, I, I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. It'll be interesting to see where they go with them. If it's just going to be Colin Dunn as a feud, which work-wise, I'd be all for. You know, I'd be great with that, especially if Kyle O'Reilly's going to be tied in with Finn Balor. And obviously there's going to be Lorcan and Birch. You know, I can't see Cole teaming with Bobby Fish or, or teaming with Roderick Strong. I guess that could happen. But, I, you know, him and a, a new singles feud would be good. But Pat McAfee hovering in the background, that's the biggest thing is, Maybe they should have had a different finish last night. They didn't have McAfee necessarily figured in. Maybe he could have taken the Panama Sunrise, and then something else could have taken place. Lorcan could have tried to save him. Then they would have went ahead and pinned him, which in a way kind of happened anyway. You know, but still, Pat McAfee being around NXT. Did you just book a fantasy finish, which was what they did? 
Well, not in exactly in the way that they did it, where he took that, where he took it, and then Lorcan with the knees and all that. There could have just been something done where people didn't want that to be the pin. Because I, to be honest, I thought that should have been the pin too. So there could have been a way to do that finish, pretty much get the same result, but then not have McAfee look like he was kicked out of the finish. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Advance is helping you get your engine ready for the road this holiday season with the right oil, the right filter, at the right price every day. Get five quarts of full synthetic Mobile One, Valvoline, Castrol Edge, or Pennzoil Platinum with the Mobile One oil filter for just $33.99. Plus, this holiday season, get a $25 NBA Store gift card and two times speed perks points instantly with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. See store for details. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by low-cost airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Decking the halls with custom cards and invitations. Staples makes connecting with clients and loved ones easy with hundreds of holiday templates you can customize and call your own. And now, for a limited time, get 30% off custom holiday cards and invitations. Some can even be printed same day. Shop in store or order online. And ring in the holiday for less this year at Staples. Ends 12 19, 20. Limit one. Visit staples.com slash holiday cards or store for details. Slow down. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. And Brooklyn, New York is here on the line. Brooklyn, what's going on? Hey, Brian and Mike. Hey, Twitch homies, this is Adam in New York. 
And I kind of wanted to shift gears from talking about WWE, if you don't mind. Please. You're the guest, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> so uh, when I started watching WWE, I think the late 90s. I don't remember seeing Don Callis then. And I really learned who he was through New Japan commentary, right? And I also heard that he left the business for a really long time. And, and then what he did on Dynamite last week. I'm actually interested in watching Impact. Don Callis is actually making me plan to watch Impact tomorrow. And I can't really say that for a lot of things involving Impact. But this is actually interesting to me. And I just wanted to say uh, it's a shame that Vinny doesn't watch it anymore. But, you know, whatever. Dude, well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't think he had a question there. And I'm wondering how much Don paid him for that call. I was going to say, you know, Don Callis made a lot of his money uh, ripping off Inuits in the moose trade in, in Manitoba. Oh, I bet you, my Anybody God. didn't know that. That's Anything else you want to say here, Mike? Anything That's else inflammatory? He when he wasn't in the wrestling business, he, he was out there uh, apparently, uh, uh, who knows what he was doing, you know, lending services or something like that. But, yes, uh, Don Callis, I, I don't know, does, Somebody does anybody me. even remember him with the, the Truth Commission? I Jackal? do. Because we're old. I wonder how many people, for for those people who have absolutely no idea the, the level that, I mean, Don Callis has been around for so long and done so much that, you know, it's it's wild. It's wild that we have come full circle with not only impact, but with a lot of the players, you know, I'm happy for Scott Demore, and I don't know what this is going to do for impact. I don't know if it matters. It's not going to make me watch impact, but you know, it is, it's good for a guy like Scott Demore who was responsible for a lot of the good stuff for years that we were watching when I was watching impact on a regular basis. And, you know, Callis's enthusiasm and trying to, you know, keep that company going and do the best he can under trying circumstances. I mean, you can say what you want about, you know, like the murder mystery and stuff like that, but what what, what else are those guys supposed to do to try to get some attention or do relevant things? I mean, you can say, well, all they have to do is wrestle. Well, I don't know. ROH had the pure tournament, and they got, you know, a certain level of, you know, notoriety for that, but it's like it's tough to try to get eyeballs right now if you're not AEW or if you're not WWE and – he has certainly uh, got uh, some some eyes on impact now because of AEW, so kudos to him. For those All listening on the aside. podcast and missed the first two minutes of that segment, I've edited out this this inflammatory statement that Mike made about Don Callis, so I apologize. I'm not scared. And I'm I apologize to Brooklyn as well. Him and his goofy friend Chris. That boat you guys get on, that raft next time around. Get out of here with this. Dagan, please save the show, my friend. What's going on? I'll do my best, Brian. Uh, shout out to the Twitch homies who have just alerted us to uh, Becky Lynch and her successful birth of her Hey! Child. So congrats to Becky. Was somebody there? Congratulations. Uh, how are we confirming congrats this? Congrats to Becky and South, of course. You've had a child, Mike. Go ahead, Dagan. I, but nobody was there reporting on it. I don't th- well, I was. I think it was actually on the phone with you. It may have been. Dude, I, I sent place. a tweet out like like three minutes after my child was born. I'm I'm pretty sure she has access to well, did Twitter. We, well, did we get verification through that? I never heard where we got this verification from. All right, go ahead, Dagan. Please help me. Uh, Dagan, what's your source? Becky Lynch's, it's on Becky Lynch's official uh, Instagram page. Thank so. you, Dagan. That's all I was looking um, for. What's, what's your question? So my my question is is about New Japan and uh, the awesome tag league that I've been uh, slowly catching up on here. And I was wondering if you guys. 
uh, could speculate on where you think Shingo Takagi is going to go this year uh, in the Tokyo Dome. I know that the, maybe the idea is to have him challenge for the tag belt on one night and then defend the never open weight title uh, on the second night, maybe against uh, Minoru Suzuki or something. Uh, that's all I got for you guys today. Ho- hope you have a good one. Thank you very much for the call, Dagan. Would you like to take this mic or give me some inflammatory comment about somebody in Japan? Probably some inflammatory comment the way my day is going. I'm in a mood today. I got to be honest. Go ahead. What do you think Shingo's going to do? I don't know. I hope he has a great year. He's fantastic. Guarantee he's going to have a great year. I, and I don't know if it's the Never title. I don't know what they decide to do with him. But I can see at least one IWGP championship match this year. I mean, that's, I think, for sure. And he's just so damn valuable. But what people also need to remember is much like Ishii, I'm sure there's people that say, you know what? Shingo could, Shingo could be IWGP champion. He absolutely could be IWGP champion. There's about 20 guys in that promotion, including Yuji Nagata, who I would still believe in, as uh, speaking of salutes, as IWGP champion. But you know what? If Shingo doesn't get to that level, and he probably won't with the way that New Japan is set up, just be happy you're going to have him in the, the upper mid-card mix because he can work with everybody, and we'll see what they do with Hiromu. I think that junior title is going back on him, but... You know, you wanted to take the junior title off Hiromu and get him into the mix as a heavyweight. The matches matches with Shingo would be absolutely magical. You know, and, well, they're the same side, all that sort of stuff still. In G1s, in in mixed competition, that is one of the feuds that I I don't think we're going to get because of the structure of things and because they're on the same side and everything. But a a Hiromu-Shingo feud is actually one of those fantasy things I would love to see happen. Let's go to Anthony. You're on the air. What's going on? Yo, Brian. Yo, Mike. Shout out to Twitch, homie. Shout out to Simple Flips. Yo, with Monday Night Raw on tonight, have you ever heard of the term flanderization, Brian, Mike? Yeah, the whole show today. Yeah. Well, with Monday Night Raw on tonight, I wanted to talk about Matt Riddle and Alexa Bliss. Uh, you talk about how Alexa Bliss acts like a 10-year-old girl on Raw, and you are 100% correct. But Matt Riddle also acts like a 10-year-old boy on Monday Night Raw. And you brought up the point on the Brian and Vinny show about Damian Priest, and once he goes to the main roster, he's pretty much done. They'll figure out some way to screw him up. And it really just lends credence to why is everyone on the main roster acting like a child? You have Otis acting like a child. You've got Matt Riddle. You've got Alexa Bliss. What is going on with this show? Well, bro, I mean, I want to thank you very much for the call. Let's think about this here. You got one guy who's basically writing the entire show. And he's got one right-hand man who's writing both shows. These two together, they have limited ideas, clearly. I mean, we have a contract signing every two weeks on one of these shows or another. I mean, you have any contract signings? Somebody said, of all the ladder matches in WWE history, 10% have been in the year 2020. I'm pretty sure that of all the contract signings in WWE history, 50% have been in 2020. So, yeah, every character's the same. Every interview's the same. My God, Sasha and Carmella's appalling back and forth. I mean, it was like you may as well have just had Sasha do an interview with herself or Carmella do an interview with herself. They're both the exact same character, except one of them's supposed to be a heel and one of them's supposed to be a babyface. And, like, for some reason, I'm supposed to cheer one over the other. I don't even know why. I, I watched that segment. I hated both of those characters. I was like, I hope both of you lose and leave. I, I can't take it anymore. So what do you expect? The build to this NXT show 
<laughs> brought it up a lot, was is everything that's wrong with the main roster. Stupid baby faces, baby faces that are stupid and, and cause problems for themselves and then still can't overcome them in the end. Stupid characters. <laughs> I just... It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate so much of that has dribbled down into NXT, and it is all very easily fixable. But they think they are doing high art with Bray Wyatt, obviously. They think they are doing something with Alexa Bliss. It is, I'm not saying it's turned the channel heat, but I think for some people it is looking at the ratings. It's certainly not get everybody excited uh, type of heat, uh, at least uh, it doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be anybody except for those who want to throw shade at AEW or just be contrarian about things. They're the ones who seem to love all of this the, the most, and, and somehow we're missing all of the, the great theater uh, that's supposed to be presented here in this Bray Wyatt-Randy Orton feud now. I mean, and this is just how Vince does characters. Very simple very it's just a devolution of all of these guys and girls well this is why there's no stars this is why there's no stars this is why after all of these years randy orton is still the number one guy in the company and god bless drew mcintyre he has been the only one one of the the few that has been able to save himself from anything this year they have concentrated on him they have kept him strong and you look at almost everybody else and where are they at in comparison to where they were last year all right, listen, everybody. So, a lot of times, the brain dead asks these stupid questions. Yeah, but, but what? Uh, how about, uh, what? Listen, everything in wrestling is situational. It depends on the situation. There's no hard and fast. It depends on the situation. So, my point of this is, Alexa Bliss is acting like a 10-year-old girl while wearing mini skirts and caked in makeup it's the creepiest thing i don't know why nobody brings this up like it's wrong matt riddle is the most annoying guy i ever saw he's supposed to be a baby face that's also in a different way wrong okay i don't need these people acting like kids but because it's situational this person here says johnny gargano in a backstage network exclusive, which is also on YouTube. Can we stop with this exclusive if it's not exclusive? He said himself, Austin Theory and Indy Hartwell are his new adopted son and daughter. Now, in this situation with Johnny Gargano and Candice, if you're going to have Indy and Austin Theory act like they're 14 years old and Johnny and Candice are their parents, that's money right there, okay? Different situation. For who? What are you How talking about? Money? Good pesos right there. Oh, man, this would be the greatest. Oh, man. Like, Austin Theory's out wasn't... too late after dark and Johnny grounds him. I mean, there's lots of great things you could do with these characters. But Alexa, as the 10-year-old in the miniskirt with the makeup on, hanging out with the old fat creep, and then whatever's going on with Matt Riddle, that's not right. I can't stand for it. Matt Riddle is, you can tell that, Somebody watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and, and that's all that he's going to be is a Spicoli. I mean, there's no Spicoli bro riddle, which, uh, great. I don't see how that helps Austin Theory being Johnny Gargano's kid. You know, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae are not believable. They're barely believable. Again, the only reason Oh, now people are mad that I call me... Bray White an old fat creep. Do you watch the show? What is his character? I mean, if Alexa's 10... 
I mean, he's old because he ain't 10. I mean, I mean this in the nice way possible. He does not look like John Morrison. He's Husky. That was his name for crying out loud. Husky. And he's a creep. The only way Gargano and Candice are heels are that they are like Chad and Karen. I never said talentless. Go ahead. At, at the house, you know, holding AK-47s outside. Not scared that anybody may step on their property. Like, to me, that's the only thing that I envision when I look at that. I don't see heels. And I don't see how Indy Hartwell is going to continue to be helped by this. And I don't see how Austin Theory in that type of situation benefits at all. Um, even if ultimately he turns at the end and wins the North American title from Gargano, I mean, that's really how you want to get him there. A guy with that much talent, a guy who on his own, you know, doesn't need any of that sort of stuff. I, I just, if that's the best they got, we can, I can like cut NXT out of Wednesdays. Then if that's all it's going to be. This fella here trying to explain how the babyface advantage in war games can work as long as a te heel team has a legitimate monster that counts for more than one person. No, that doesn't work. It doesn't work if the babyfaces have the advantage. Kidding me? Kill it. We are sorry, but the show has ended. Goodbye. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Other points in between And the cruel, cruel mornings Turn the days of swim or sink Living right is easy Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Following the Mysterio Family versus Corbin feud disaster and the Lana Survivor Series ideas, are we in the same boat where even those Yada callers would all have a better idea? Well, yeah. Well, I can't say that because somebody had an idea where he claimed he could still make the babyface advantage work as long as you had a giant. Bro, it still doesn't work. Because then, if the babyface team goes in there with the advantage, and they still lose clean, and what, your excuse is the other team had a giant? Well, why didn't your team have a giant? You make your own team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, that was one of the problems with last night was Raquel, and I think it was, was it... I can't remember if it was Vinny or, or Craig who said it. She gets in there and she's like doing Andre the Giant spots, the exact spots you would want the baby face giant to do wrecking the heels when they get in. That's exactly what Raquel was doing. But in a lot of ways, last night was all about Raquel. She was the one that laid out Io Shirai a couple of weeks ago. She's the one that they've kind of made a star over to Kodakai. She's going to be the one that gets the next title shot against Io. You could tell they like her and her size and all that stuff a whole lot. This person here says, the most infuriating part for me in the women's war game wasn't the finish, and not even the booking, it was the commentators. Well, listen, to be fair, this person's really mad at Wade Barrett, but... Dude! How could Wade Barrett watch a war games where the babyface is having... He's totally confused because it makes... I don't blame Wade Barrett one bit. Now, I will mildly blame Beth, because... The babyface have the advantage the entire match. And all of a sudden, the heels get the advantage for 90 seconds, and she's like, oh, my God, it's so terrible. I'm like, what? You just watch the other team have that same advantage for 15 minutes. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.